Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. So, Conchetta, I have a question. Do you know what Cinco de Mayo is? Yes. What is it? It's something you do in Mexico. Something you do in Mexico? Very good. I'm surprised you knew you have the country right. Do you know what you do? No. No? Any ideas? How do you know that? Mm, I think it's like a festival to celebrate Mexico or something. Very good. Very good. I'm impressed that you know that. Did you learn that in school? No. Okay. Where? (laughs) TV? YouTube. YouTube? You found it on YouTube? Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, today we're going to talk about what Cinco de Mayo is. We're not going to read a story about Cinco de Mayo, but we are going to read a book by a Mexican-American. And I will quickly right now tell you what Cinco de Mayo is all about so you guys have an idea. Now, a lot of our listeners are from Australia and the United Kingdom and places... Mexico! Mm, I don't think we have a lot of Mexican listeners. <laughs> um, if you're out there, let us know. But uh, that is, it's not something that's really celebrated over there. And really, Don't America like, celebrates Cinco de Mayo more than Mexico. Where they have, like, all those, Mexico. like, skeleton heads and they paint them? Mm, it's the same country, but that's Day of the Dead. So that's the day after Halloween. But it is the same country, same culture. I thought it was, I knew it was something like that. Very good. So Cinco de Mayo, guys, it's more celebrated in the United States than it is in actual Mexico. Cinco. And I'm going to tell you why. Do you eat a lot of food? You can eat a lot of Spanish like a, food. Like, like we're gonna have it tonight. We're gonna have. You know that Chocolate? my favorite food is Mexican food. Always, my whole life. I chili? absolutely love it. I thought it's chili and beans. Yeah, well, that's Mexican food, chili. What? I love Mexican food. So let's talk about it. It's an annual celebration held every day on the fifth of May because cinco, in Spanish, means five, and mayo is May. Cinco de Mayo, 5th of May. That's what it stands for. But it's just a day. Why do they say I'm going to tell you why. 5th of May, it's an annual celebration, and it's to commemorate the Mexican army and their victory over the French Empire. At the Battle of Puebla on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, but 1862, so hundreds of years ago. So they, it's to celebrate their victory and it was um, a small Mexican force against a big, large French force. So they were like the underdogs, the Mexican army, and they won. It means like the underdogs mean like power. they're never going to win. They only have 10 soldiers and we have 300. I don't know if that's the real numbers. I'm just making it up. But they actually did win with what? smaller army. So How? it was a big How? celebration. How? I don't know the exact ins and outs of how they won the battle but they won and so um a year after the battle though um the french force came back and did defeat the mexican army um and mexico city soon fell to the french army but 
the Mexican culture always remembered on Cinco de Mayo during that one battle, how they won and they celebrate it. And now, nowadays, especially in the United States, and it started in California, like in the 1800s, they celebrated it every year just as a day to commemorate and, and, and celebrate Mexican Don't heritage. celebrate Christmas every year, though? Yeah, but not on May 5th. Not now when it's hot. So that's what they do. And every year they celebrate it. It's like I said, especially in the U.S. And California is really big for Cinco de Mayo. They really celebrate it there. There's a lot of places in Mexico they don't even celebrate it anymore. In Miami? And Miami is another very big city that celebrates Cinco de Mayo, even Orlando, Florida. Places in the U.S. that have big populations of Mexicans living there, those are like where the celebrations are really big. So we have it in Florida. It's very popular because we have a large Mexican um, population living here in Florida and Miami and Orlando. So that's what you do. And now it's not so much a day to celebrate the battle, but it's more about to celebrate Mexican culture. And so we're going to eat some Mexican food and um, we're going to read a book by a Mexican-American to celebrate it. Do you want to tell everyone what's in my head? (laughs) Do I want to tell everyone? Are you listening about Cinco de Mayo? (laughs) So anyways, guys, I wanted to let you know, I know that many of you aren't from the U.S. and you're not familiar with what it is. And yeah, so it's an important day over here in the U.S. And I think it needs to be talked about some more because a lot of people don't really know what it's about. There is a bowl on my head. Although you <laughs> knew, so you did a good job. You knew it had to do with Mexico wow. and celebration. So, okay. all right. So after this, I feel special now. We are going to talk about um, the new book that we're going to read. Uh, uh, I just got it in the mail. So, what do you have to say? Do you know any me- any Spanish words? How do you say goodbye in Spanish? Gracias. No. That's, that's thank how you. you say thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. You could say it a lot of ways. You could say adios. Adios, adios. amigos. Yeah, that's what was just about what I was going to say. What is amigos? Friends. Yes, adios, that's amigos. <laughs> I also know uno means one. Very good. And dress means two. And cuatro means three. I don't know. No, that's not right. But it's close enough. All right, guys, hang on. Where Are You From? Written by Yamil Mendez. Illustrated by Jamie Kim. For Julian, Magali, Joaquin, Ariely, and Valentino. Where are you from, they ask. Is your mom from here? Is your dad from there, they ask. I'm from here, from today, same as everyone else, I say. No, where are you really from, they insist. I ask Abuelo because he knows everything. And like me, He looks like he doesn't belong. Where am I from, Abuelo? Abuelo thinks. His eyes squint like he's looking inside his heart for an answer. You come from the Pampas, the open, free land, he says. 
You're from the gaucho, brave and strong. From the brown river that cleanses and feeds the land that gives us the grain for our bread, the milk from the cows. You're from the mountains so high they tickle Senor Silo's belly, where the condor roosts his family and the jaguar prowls the night. But you're also from the warm blue oceans the copper warriors tried to tame and the elegant palm trees stretch their fingers to caress. You're from hurricanes and dark storms and tiny singing frogs that call the island people home when the sun goes to sleep. From this land where our ancestors built a home for all, even when they were in chains because of the color of their skin. You're from the grandmothers who search for their grandchildren, waiting, always waiting in a plaza, their white handkerchiefs wrapping the sorrow of their thoughts. You come from the sunshine that lights our path in this world and the rain that washes away our mistakes. But Abuelo, I ask, where am I really from? Abuelo laughs. You want a place? He points to his heart. You are from here, from my love and the love of all of us before. From those who dreamed of you because of a song sung under the Southern Cross or the words in a book written under the light of the North Star. You? You are from all of us. I am. The end. Yamil Mendez was born in Rosario, Mexico in a family with roots from all over the world. She now lives in a small mountain town in the United States with her Puerto Rican husband, five multicultural children, two bilingual dogs, and a herd of deer that love to eat her flowers. She's a graduate of the Vermont College of Fine Arts. Jamie Kim, who's the illustrator of this book, was born and raised in South Korea before moving to the United States when he was 18. Although he was a timid child who was afraid of just about everything, he discovered a sense of serenity in drawing. As a grown-up, Jamie finally stopped being afraid of everything, but kept on drawing and painting. She, he now works with acrylics and gouache colors to create nostalgic dreamlike illustrations of childhood memories as well as movies, art, and the outside world. The reason why we tell you where the author and illustrator are from is because we want you to think about where you come from or who you come from. So think about this question. Where are you from? It's a powerful story about a very simple question. 
When the young girl in our story is asked where she's from, where she's really from, she's no longer as sure as she once was. When she turns to her abuelo or grandfather for help with this ever-persistent question, he doesn't quite give her the answer she expects, but gives her the answer she needs. There you go, guys. That's the end of Where Are You From? I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you're all thinking about where you are from, where you come from, who you come from. I'm sorry if you heard some noises of a snoring dog in this episode. (laughs) Um, That's just Henna enjoying the peaceful calm of this room. All right, guys. Enjoy your Cinco de Mayo's if you celebrate. Have a great day or a great night, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. We are available on all major podcast platforms, so make sure your parents are subscribing so that you're notified every time we release a new episode. If you'd like for us to give you a shout out, have your parents email us at sleepyheadstories at gmail.com or they can send us a direct message on our Instagram or Facebook accounts. Thanks again, guys, for listening in in this episode. We love reading books, we love sharing them with you, and we love hearing from you. And we'll talk to you again next week.